Hello, everyone. I'm Angela. And I'm Stephanie. And this is Something Seems Queer. Two queer gals talking about the strange and unusual. So this is our first ever episode. Our setup is a little... Janky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, We have one microphone and a little MacBook, so we're going to really try our best here. But I don't know. Do you want to go right into it or do you have anything interesting? I mean, I think we should just go right into it. Okay. So what I am doing today is I was looking for urban legends that I'd never heard of. Because I feel like a lot of them, especially when I looked at Wisconsin's, Um, were all things that I've heard about and I feel like have been kind of played out. So I found one from Colorado called Riverdale Road. It stretches 11 miles that connects Thornton, Colorado to Brighton. And Thornton is a suburb of Denver. This is where I need to grab a Google map and I'm (laughs) going to do it right now. What city are we in again? Thornton. Okay. uh, Which I watched a video because I wanted to make sure I didn't get the name wrong. And there's a big controversy whether it's Thornton or Thornton. I just feel like Thornton sounds better. But there is an N in there. I know. I see. Okay. All right. I got all my information from Thought Catalog. All right. The whole road is a lot. So I didn't write everything about the road here, but if you want to find out more, obviously, you can go look. Riverdale Road in Thornton. Here we are. So the first thing we'll talk about, there's the the biggest thing is called the Gates of Hell. And that's probably what I saw the most of regarding Riverdale Road. And just the whole land around it seems to be haunted. So it's not just one specific place. The whole it's 11 the entire miles. road. 11 miles of it? Yeah. Okay. So I guess the first thing we'll look at is I found... Uh, the, oh, It's all right. Did I just press something on your computer? You definitely <laughs> just started the other computer in this house, but that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You can just leave it be. Okay. No problem. So, like I was saying, there's been a long history of just really bad stuff happening. So slaves used to be burned and hung from this specific tree on the shoreline of the South Platte River. Okay. The tree is still there, and it's still burned. Oh, nobody nobody took it down. No. They never thought The land around it and the tree is burned. Hmm. And people say that if you sit under it, you can hear a rope swinging, like a dead body swinging. Hmm. Which... mm. I don't know that I want to go and do that, but now I kind of want to see that, hear that maybe. I, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. And again, all of these are urban legends. Um, some of them like this are backed in history and there are some that have evidence backing it. But you, you got to take it for what it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, the other big thing was regarding a chicken coop. Okay. So this is a chicken coop that... A bunch of demonic cults are said to have rituals in. People said they have found, like, headless animals in there. Lots of fresh graffiti. And it's said that if you walk in, you can feel somebody looking at you. Mm. And that every time you shine a flashlight, it's like they scurry away. What's that movie that you have me watch? Uh... 
Oh, it's real good. Reminds me of what you're talking about a little. Go into that room. Remember, they have that that creepy room with the... It's a cabin they go to, and they, like, run away from it, but they end up right back at that cabin. And then those people, like, hold them hostage or something. Remember? <laughs> you had me watch it with Chop. And it was really scary. I told you it was the scariest movie oh, I've watched wait, in a long time. The Ritual? Yes. Yeah. The Ritual. And That's Netflix? what you're making me think about. When it's you, very when you're creepy. talking about that, because it's creepy, and so is that. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say it. It's very creepy. Okay. All right. Uh, it's not great. Yeah, no. But that's one of the places where they actually have evidence. Like, there is fresh graffiti. They have found headless animals. Ugh. So there's a very good chance that demonic activity is happening in that chicken coop, which would then kind of affect everything around it. Yeah. little occultish yeah things oh. uh the gates of hell is another thing on riverdale road there's not an actual gate but it is too like rusted iron i mean when you when you say that i just want to go gates of hell yes okay is it's, that it's more that. of what it is because i don't know you're saying it very pleasantly and i feel like it should be i know more of a frightening sound the whole story behind the gates of hell was that this guy built a mansion drove himself insane and then burned the mansion with his wife and children still in it oh so he burned them alive and then just disappeared so are these the gates to drive in there is that what those are no it's completely unrelated to like where you drive in okay i did see a source that says sometimes you won't see it okay. so some people can find it and some people can't all right that's, that's and they're creepy. saying yeah that the land kind <laughs> of chooses who they want to see it. So basically we're going to go there, see if we can hear some rope swinging Ugh. and then see if we're cool enough I don't like and worthy idea. enough to see. That sounds terrifying. It does. I know. Ugh. They say I don't want to they... see dead animals though. Ugh. No, I also don't want to see dead animals. That's going to be a big no for me. Okay. They say that they see a woman in white walking the road and a lot of them think that it's the wife Mm-hmm. And she's walking the road looking for her children, Ooh. which is really sad. <laughs> I know. Mm. It's really sad. Um, but that's kind of the thing with the gates of hell and just so many other bad things are happening. Mm-hmm. So now that we've just kind of touched on that, there are two other big things that I, I found. I see jogger <laughs> written and I don't. That's, that's going to be a good one. Go. So the jogger, mm. uh, he went out for a late night run, as you do. We all do. <laughs> right. And a speeding car hit and killed him oh. and then left him to die. Yeah, it's... Sorry. It's not great. I mean, I guess that's what we do on Riverdale Road. But people have reported while they're walking the road, hearing a louder heartbeat, mm. breathing, and footsteps... As if there was a jogger. And cars report that they can feel something hit their car like it's a body. Oh, I kind of like it and I don't. Yeah. I found this awesome story on Reddit um, by a Reddit user named Unicorn Named Earl. I love it. They said that at 10 p.m. they decided to go out on the road with some friends. I was just going to say, please don't tell me he decided to go on a jog. No. Okay. No. Okay. On Riverdale Road. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. 
they were driving along and everything seemed okay. And then they saw a construction worker. He had a hat and a vest. And they were like, wow, that's really weird because no one else is out here. And so they kind of stopped because the construction worker was rocking towards them. I I hate this story. It is disgusting. It like gives me the creep. I have a very creep. confused face because I want to know what's going on. So they stop and this guy's walking towards them. And as he walks under the streetlight, the Reddit user said he could see his eyes and they were completely white and almost glowing. Mm. And then his fingertips were the same where they were just like white and glowing fingertips. Mm. And as he started getting close to the car, he started walking faster. Uh-huh. And then he started running like full speed to the car. And he said that at that moment, his friend just like stepped on the gas and they were out of there. But they said that it looked like he was just going to run into the car, like throw himself on the car. I I don't even know what to say. This is, the... you know, and they look back in the rearview mirror and he was gone. Uh, yeah, I don't think that was a real construction worker, eh? It's, oh, that's creepy. Just imagining someone Mm. with glowing white eyes and white fingertips. I don't know why the fingertips creep me out more than anything, but like. More than the eyes? Yeah. Just can you imagine someone with just white glowing fingertips? I guess that would be kind of creepy. I don't know why. That just, and the idea of him just running towards your car. Ghost or not, like, don't run towards my car. Touché. I hate that so much. Yeah. It's, I'm going to run gross. towards your car later and put Please. lights on my fingers or something. It's so... Ugh. And just that he's in the middle of nowhere at night. <sighs> on Riverdale Road. On super haunted Riverdale Road. Yeah, why are they going there late, late at night? That's just... Well, I mean, because they want to be spooked. I suppose. The last little bit I have about Riverdale Road is about the Camaro. Um, in 1970s, just broadly. I was going to say that's very vague, but I do enjoy the 70s. 70s. Bring it on. A Camaro was speeding down the road and crashed. Mm-hmm. The guy died. I think they should just close this road down, just so you know. It's... Ugh. Continue. But the guy died. Now people say that they see a Camaro <laughs> and it has one busted out headlight. But it will follow them and try to either race them, Mm. which it'll race them to their death, or it'll run them off the road. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like either option. No, I also don't. Yeah, now I don't know that I want to go on Riverdale Road. It's just so creepy. And the weird thing is I really couldn't find that much information about it. Like, I found a little of a lot of it. Yeah. So I found little bits of a lot of the phenomenons that happened there, mm-hmm. but I didn't find a lot about any particular one thing. Yeah. So, I mean... It was just a lot of weird, random things that happened on one road. Yeah. I mean, take that as you will, I guess. I thought it was interesting. I had never heard of it before. Nor had I. It was weird. I mean, it is spooky. I don't know that I care for it. I don't know if I would want to go or not. But there's also reports of, um, like, skinwalkers 
It's like Native American shapeshifters. I've never heard of this. What is this? I wanted to make that a whole thing because it's such a big topic. And I just wanted to make sure. This is for another day. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I give it the justice it deserves and not just kind of stick it into a story. You don't want to smush it in there? Okay. I don't even want to talk about it anymore then. We're done with that. But yeah, Riverdale Road in Colorado, I would love to, I guess, hear more stories about it. I searched Reddit, I searched everywhere and couldn't really find that much. So just kind of just a little bit of a lot of it. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. But I mean, that's my little strange oddity for the week. Short and sweet. I've got to say, I don't actually know which one of all the little incidents that I even find creepier as they all are pretty damn creepy. Yeah. I feel like the jogger, from what I've seen, has the most kind of creepy experiences. Okay. I mean, I not like I jog mm -hmm. all the time. I jog enough, though, and I know what joggers sound like. That would be creepy to hear that, but have no one there. Yeah. That would be creepy. Or see a ghost, for that matter. Right, or be driving down the road and feel like you hit a person. Yeah, I just, no. No. Yeah, it's not great. So do you want to, I guess, go it, into your topic? It's, it's my turn. For the week. Okay. So Angela says, we're going to do a podcast. And it's on oddities and weird things and such. And I was like, cool. So I said, I like medical things. I'm going to look up medical oddities. Mm-hmm. And when I look that up, it basically tells me, you know, well, like, what kind of medical Well, oddities? yeah, that's that's where it was. I mean, you know who Lobster Boy is. Everybody yes. knows him. Yes. We all know that they're conjoined twins mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I didn't want to do any of that stuff because we all know that, okay? Right. So I wanted to do something a little bit more odd, but not really. It's I, kind of funny. I do like the odd. So I looked up what a medical oddity was. Okay. A lot of my stuff, by the way, is from Wikipedia because everybody loves them some Wikipedia. It's true. Um, also, I, I actually found like a really old, I mean, it was kind of old article from USA Today, believe it or not. Oh. Um, and then I'll tell you where the other one is once we get into this a little further, because always it'll be a little weird if I tell you okay. where that one is from. So a medical oddity is considered an unusual predicament or event which takes place in a medical context. I feel like that's the beginning of every paper I wrote in high school. Yeah. I mean, success I, is defined by. Yes. I like to be very specific. I have very specific notes. No, here. I, I love it. I'm here for it. And completely. then they're all written very nicely. And now I'm going to tell you some examples of some medical oddities. Are you ready? Yes. I mean, are you? Yes. Okay. I'll probably have questions. But... I mean, I hope. So anything that is a grotesquely oversized tumor, which would be all your favorite things on Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, I right? do love that they, show. They got a lot of tumors. So that would be considered a medical oddity. Um, rare allergies, like those weird people that are allergic to sunlight or water. Those people do exist. Um, just quick sidebar. I don't know why this made me think of it. But, like, you know, allergic to weird things, then connected my brain to scared of weird things. And do you remember when they had the Maury show and the people were scared of, like, yes. mustard? Yes. And then instead of consoling them, he would bring mustard and just spray <laughs> mustard on them? Because we all like Maury. <laughs> so rude. Yes, they did some very not appropriate or things. Or, like, pickles. Yeah. The girl who was definitely afraid of pickles, and then they just threw pickles at her. Yeah, that's not appropriate. That's 
That's terrible. I mean, that, you know, there is psychology behind doing things like that, but we do it slowly when we do things like that. You know, the kind of therapy where you slowly but surely get throw introduced. Throw pickles at yourself. Well, I said slowly, so we wouldn't throw pickles at ourselves. So Any kind of fear? Step by step. Throw a pickle at it. Okay, throw a pickle. Actually, you know what? <laughs> throw a pickle at it. You know, both and I, you and I, you throw a pickle at us, what are we going to do? Eat the pickle. Eat that pickle. I don't know what the question is here. However, if it's bread and butter, I might think about it twice. Those aren't my favorite. I really just like me some dill pickles. And if it's spicy, don't put that anywhere near me. I will take the spicy. I know you will. Anyway, I'm so sorry that that was a good. Had nothing to do with it. All right, back to my story. Strange births. Birds. Births. Births. You know, having a baby. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I was like, well, me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Strange birds. Could, like, what kind of birds? Yeah, I know. I, I, I did actually put examples of like that. Like the here. alien? Uh, that would be like the... having, no. It comes out of the stomach, right? Or it's what? like uh, out of the chest, chest cavity okay, and the alien yeah. chest. No, absolutely not. This is more of like having like additional teeth or limbs or um, having an extra kidney or something. Nothing. Yeah, it's just, you know. An oddity. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about discovering a severed finger in a purchased food item? That is also a medical oddity, believe it or not. Didn't that happen? You're going to say it's on TV, whatever you're saying. I mean, I feel like years and years ago it happened at like a Wendy's where they found a thumb in the chili and then there was this huge thing that the guy used, I don't know, something to sue Wendy's and it was crazy. I mean, don't we all just want to sue everybody and get money? Not at the cost of a thumb. No, you're right. I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. Yeah, that is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then uh, finally is going to be the the last oddity that I have on here is what I'm actually going to talk about. Okay. Which is lost and found surgical <gasps> instruments within the body after a surgery was I'm done. I'm excited. So I thought that was kind of cool because uh-huh. that's weird. But then you're probably thinking, well, that doesn't happen that often. You're wrong. Hmm. So what they actually call this, they actually have like a name for this in the medical field, which means that obviously it happens. Mm -hmm. It's called the retained surgical instrument. Interesting. So that's any surgical item that Mm -hmm. was left in someone's body (gasps) after a surgery. Okay. Yeah. I just thought of the Seinfeld episode with the junior mint. Yes. Is that on there? No. I just... I don't have TV show references on here. I, well, I know, these but maybe real it was people. based on a true story. Okay, so these are actually seen as um, never events, which are considered things that are completely preventable mm-hmm. and should literally never happen. Mm-hmm. So that means it happens. Okay? Yes. So there are between an estimated... Okay, this is a little weird because we don't have real numbers mm-hmm. because this is underreported because who, what hospital wants to say, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, I left something in there. My bad. Right. So um, I got some really wacky numbers. My apologies. But nonetheless, like you need some numbers in here, right? Right. So it's estimated that between one in 100 to one in 5,000. So that's a very large range, that's obviously. That's a huge range. But um, it does happen. Mm-hmm. So they... The reason why it also goes unreported is because they're not actually required to report it. If it if it doesn't cause extreme harm, yeah, I'm not That's I'm not joking. So weird. They're not required to, yeah, unless a major permanent loss of function occurs because of it. 
So if, you know, they just get sick a couple times, no big deal. But if something bad happens, then it's a big deal. Mm, that's so, weird. How many? Okay, what was what was one of the jobs that you had that's very relevant to what I'm talking about? Is this a trick? No, you. What job did you have that's extremely relevant to surgical items after a surgery? Did you clean something? Oh shit! Oh my! Oh, sorry. Sometimes I. This forget. is embarrassing. She okay. She only did it for a little bit, but I always find it very, very interesting, nonetheless. So, what did you do? I cleaned in the OR of a hospital. Yeah, yeah. So. Could you give me a guess to what you would think how many surgical tools are used in a surgery, oh. in a typical surgery? Uh, it's a huge number. Really? Well, compared to what I, I would, would think. I would say like... Well, what were you going to say? 35. <laughs> oh, Angela. Yeah, absolutely not. I don't know. How about you try 250 to 300? Per surgery? Yes, and that's a simple surgery. So if it's a longer or more difficult one, um, it can be up to 600 things that they use. So I guess I should have said, like, that includes, like, needles and all that other stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, um, this is kind of the problem here, mm -hmm. is that there are lots and lots of items. Okay. Right. So there's going to be issues sometimes. Yeah. But you're also thinking, how the hell can you forget a sponge in someone's body? Right. It's a sponge. Right. Okay. Well, they had some theories, okay? Mm -hmm. And it had to do with, like, switching nurses in the middle of, of surgeries. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, if you have a nurse that switches, sometimes things can just get a little lost in the shuffle. Right. They also talked about how, you know, if it's an emergency surgery and it's, like, Boom. Yeah. And everything's happening really quick and fast and you got to make really quick decisions. Mm -hmm. That also just is a, an issue in itself. Um, if you are in the middle of a surgery and then they have to change something because it didn't go right or they found something else or whatever, that mm -hmm. can also cause issues. Um, and then one of the other things, too, that I found interesting, which is totally true and people don't think about is, hello, they're sitting there for like six hours, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours. I don't know. Right. Sitting there doing whatever they're doing in there. Okay. That's a long time. So there's fatigue when it comes to that. Mental fatigue, mm -hmm. physical fatigue, any, basically anything. I mean, you're really honing in on something. Yeah. So, you know, you can miss things. Okay. Right. So they do have, you know, the, the count thing. I'm sure people have heard of that where they do, they count how many sponges or something okay, yeah. that they put in and then how many come out and things like that. So they that's kind of how they do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, now, when I thought about that, um, I thought about the Archer episode mm -hmm. where um, I think they're doing a surgery on Archer. I think they're taking that chip out of his brain or something. Yeah. And do you remember, um, do you remember what Pam counted? Because no. they wanted to make sure they didn't leave inside anything inside Archer. So, Pam is the best character. I mean, Pam and Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't remember what she counted? No. She counted the number of beer cans to make sure that the beer that they were drinking, the cans, didn't end up in Archer. <laughs> so, um, I mean, she still did a count. Just that's, wasn't, that's true. just wasn't the count that they probably should have done. <laughs> so, um, I do have a couple instances of um, actual people that had issues. So, um, a 12-inch retractor. Mm -hmm. 12 inches. Where? Well, it was in, in his abdomen. They just forgot really? it there. Yeah. Do you know what surgery he was getting? So this one did not tell me the surgery, but it was in there for at least 30 days. <gasps> 
And he did complain to a surgeon, but like every other time I read in here, they're like, no, no, it's fine. It's normal. You'll be fine. So they were just like, whatever. And 30 days later, sometime after that, he went to his regular doctor who did mm-hmm. a, just a normal routine exam and they fe- felt a protrusion. And um, when they did an x-ray, it was blatantly obvious that oh. there was a 12-inch retractor. Um, fortunately, this was an instance where nothing horrible happened to him. He right. was just in a lot of pain. I'm sure he had some infections That's and so sorts. Scary. But I do have some sad ones. Pre-warning, this next one is a tad on the sadder side. Oh. Okay. Because, of course, it's a mother of three who oh, had cancer. no. And she had a surgery to have cancer removed. Um, and weeks later, uh, they realized that a sponge had been left in her. And so um, they had gotten it out. She had to have surgery to get that out. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they um, she ended up having a lot of infections for that oh. next year after. Well, if you have cancer yeah. and you have infections, that means you have a low immune system, right? Mm-hmm. What aren't you allowed to do then? Have chemotherapy and oh radiation. So because of that, she could not have her treatment that she was supposed to get, and she ended up passing away. That is tragic. It is. And I mean, uh, most of mine don't end in I just, death. How does it take them so long to notice? Um, yeah, and that's kind of the interesting part of it, too. And I'll, I'll talk to you about, like, they do have different uh, protocols that they're trying now. And, you know, I mean, part of it is, is that after a surgery, you do have pain anyways. Yeah. So they don't really think about it. And then there are certain things, like, the most common thing that they said was that that is left is a towel or a sponge. Mm-hmm. Those actually cannot be found in an x-ray. Really? Yeah. Well, unless they do a certain thing, which we'll talk about. Hmm. Um, but those things you can't really see. And, you know, some of the, the symptoms that they talk about aren't necessarily um, anything out of the ordinary, per se. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, at what point do they realize, like, oh, crap. You know? You know that my dad had a screw left in him when he had surgery on his hand? No. Mm-hmm. What? Tell me that story. I mean, he got a screw left in him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still there? No, he he got it taken out. All right. So one of the um, more difficult surgeries used to be, I mean, it still is now, but it's not as bad now, is open heart surgery. I don't know if you remember when you were younger, that was seen as like a year might die. Isn't it still like pretty risky? I it kind of is, but it's a little bit better now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, a while back, mm-hmm. this guy has this nine hour open heart surgery. All Nine goes well. Hours. Yeah. yeah, we're told all goes well. He's all like, sweet, I'm good. Guess what? A needle was left in his body. How do they leave a full so, on needle? Okay, so it was like, I, I'm pretty sure like when they're saying needle, I'm thinking like one to use to stitch up. Them. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a big, well, I guess, okay, never mind. I, was I mean, you were like thinking a, of like a syringe needle. Yeah. Yeah, I was too until you said that. And then I was like, wait, That no. makes a lot more sense. Also, when I was reading about it, they very specifically said that it was tiny. Yeah. And they made a pun, which I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It made me laugh, but also not in a good situation to say it. They said that it's like a needle in a haystack, though, looking for that. And literally it is, though, because if you think about it, with all the blood and all the other stuff, like, things can get covered up and they can't see it. So that's why that was an issue. after nine hours, too, I can imagine that they're Yeah, and I'm going to guess that they didn't know that that was missing, Mm -hmm. you know, with with the count and everything. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, it's a needle, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the first thing I think of looking for. Right. So, and, you know, it can get covered and stuff. 
Oh, this is a sad story. Sorry. sorry. Okay, so a month after surgery, he actually ended up dying because the needle was in there, which I guess that makes sense because I'm sure it's poking around and crap. Well, did he just drop dead or did he have any Well, it doesn't actually say, but it does say that after the autopsy, they were able to find the needle. Mm. And it was tiny, they said. That is so... Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, How about... A woman complains about severe abdominal pain and has a bunch of unexplained weight loss. So uh, basically, it ended up that a sponge was left in her from a year ago when she had surgery. What kind of surgery? Uh, Let me see if this one told me. See, sometimes they didn't tell me. So this one just says that it had intertwined in her intestines, and that's when it gets bad. So that was what several of them were, where they were more stomach surgeries, and that seems to be the most common yeah when they forget them and it's typically a towel or a sponge and then it has an issue where it it goes in the intestines the bowels and all that kind of jazz so then unfortunately they end up having to remove some of her intestines that tends to be what they have to do when that happens actually um and then they had to put her in a medically induced coma for a couple weeks can you please explain my face yeah that was a face of shock horror and disgust it really is yeah all three all in one yeah i know that's yeah it's terrible um all right Ooh, this one actually tells me what this one was from ready yeah i I know you're not happy about this i'm disgusted i know i know so after surgery um to remove part of her colon Mm -hmm. she had a whole bunch of pain literally her doctor said totally normal after this kind of surgery don't worry about it we're not gonna worry about it and you said a woman got the surgery yeah Mm. yeah so basically, after a while, she was able to get them to do an x-ray. Guess what was in there? Was it a sponge? No. Seven inch scissors. You're kidding. No. It was wedged against her tailbone. And here's the thing. Oh, my. Because can, of. Ugh. Oh, I know. But because of where it was located and how long it ended up being there, because that doctor don't listen. Tissue had started to form around it, and so she had to have a more extensive surgery than it should have been, and she ended up um, having to have part of her bowels removed, too. Can you imagine how excruciatingly painful that must have been? And I mean, and then the doctors will just say, yeah, just take some more medication. It'll be fine. It'll go away. And it never goes away. I wish that doctors would not so easily dismiss... Especially female clients. Uh, yes. Just by saying, I bet it's, I bet it's her monthly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And that's really sad. Did she make a full recovery? Uh, this one did not say she died. I assume she's okay. Okay. So. Um, well, that's good at least. Yes. Um, now, I saved the best for last. I know I've had quite a few, but um, I just, I just Is felt it like sad? it was. sad? No, this one is not sad whatsoever. It's okay. very interesting. Also, again, remember the job that you had and all of these things that I'm going to name. Yes. Okay? Um, and so this one happened in 2009. This dude had to have this. It was a really simple procedure. It was just supposed to be um, very normal. Nothing. No big deal. Not supposed to have a whole lot of pain after. Totally norm. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Weird, okay? So uh, when he was done with this procedure, though, he had... Pain, fatigue, discomfort, and he was just sick in general. Just sick. Okay. Okay. So when he was at home, um, he had to have a home health nurse. I don't know what made that happen because that's weird. But I mean, maybe they just do that for some things. 
So do you know where the, um, <clears throat> when they finally realized that maybe it was something to do with the surgery? Hmm. Oh, when the nurse found gauze sticking out of his stitches. <gasps> Stop. Yes. Gauze was like starting Stop. to protrude out of his stitches. No oh, joke. Oh, that's so cool. I know. I know. So after they realized that, oh. they, you know, brought him in. He had to do a scan. Guess what? He didn't have one I thing. really... He didn't have two things in there. Not three, four or five. Not even 10. Stop. Not even 15. He had 16 different items left inside of him from one simple, easy surgery. That's ridiculous. Yep. Do you want to hear what some of the things were? Yes. Swabs. Six inch roll of bandage. We just I forgot like they were just throwing them into him like a purse. A compress. <laughs> just sew it on up. Zipper them up like that. That's there you go. A compressed. And we'll just toss a couple needles in there for good measure. Oh um, not sure what else was in there. That was that was all that they named. But um he ended up having to have two more surgeries to remove everything. And um he, he's fine. He's fine. Oh, but good. also that's just nuts. So um, basically what I found is that there were things that happened that were very harmless mm -hmm. to some very devastating things. So because they don't have to report, who knows what else it would be. But I mean, the ones that I said were reported, and I can tell you that specifically because, well, first of all, I found them on the Internet. But right. secondly... The other place that I found some of my information is actually from lawyers' websites because mm. they were saying, I mean, that's not the best place to get things, but when that's where you find it, that's where you find it. Mm -hmm. So um, it, they were just giving some examples of what had happened. And so, um, uh, you know, lawyers do get involved in things like that, and that's why the hospitals don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But it's also hard on the patients because they have to go through more surgeries and right. all their pain and, and all their work. Yeah, and... I mean, and they're they're real sick usually because obviously, if you have a sponge or that's a so scissors sick. in your body, what do you think you're gonna feel like? I just feel like if having surgery wasn't scary enough, I mean, now you have oh, to worry about sorry. things being yes. left in you. Theoretically. I mean, luckily, I don't have any upcoming surgeries. Yeah, so yeah, I, that's well, good. Well, maybe, uh, but yeah, I know. I that's why I also. That's why I didn't. Life. I didn't say it. You did, and I didn't want to like remind you. But, uh, you know. No. But I will say that um, they do have some things that they're working on to try to help fix this. Now, remember though that this stuff has been happening for a long time, and mm -hmm. they're still working on it. It's just a work in progress. Mm -hmm. So one of the things is um, they have a way to track towels and sponges better where you can I don't I didn't necessarily understand because I'm not very well versed in this stuff but um I think they could like don't quote me okay but it was like somehow I make it more well. radioactive-ish sort of so they could see it in an x-ray you know what I mean like I don't know if they dipped it in something or put a little uh tracker thing on it something on that order uh -huh. so that they could see it in an x-ray and now also um which I didn't really realize that they do this <clears throat> excuse me as they actually do um x-rays after just oh, to I didn't see know that and an x-ray technician looks at it well they don't huh. necessarily know what these tools look like or what they should be looking for or anything right. so now they're trying to like either a teach them or b like have them available to like see these things right so um and you know just talk about counts and things like that and doing better with that stuff but they're working on it but it still exists hmm. yeah i know that's interesting medical oddity I 
don't like any of that. I don't like any of it either. I feel like I need someone to watch my surgery to make sure they get the sponges. I will sit there and eagle eye all of it, and I will count the sponges. Oh, that's so... I'm just... I mean, I accidents happen. Yes. You know? Yes. I will say that last story, that seemed a little bit excessive. <laughs> yes. Or, you know, I just... I mean, uh, seriously, though, like a scissors? Right. Like, how do you forget a scissors? A whole ass scissors. Like, yeah. 12-inch retractor. 12-inch is... It's ridiculous. All yeah. of it's ridiculous. I, just nuts is all I have to say. Hmm. Well, any anything else? Any final thoughts? On our very first episode? I mean, I think it went pretty good. I thought mine was going to be a little shorter, um, so I'm glad it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I did... I think I did well. I, I liked your your options. It was good. Thanks. I think Thanks. I think we did well. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, but we got it. All right. Well, I guess uh, I'll get this edited and posted, and then we'll just do it every week. Sounds like a plan. So make sure to follow our podcast. Hopefully, I can get it on Spotify, and we put out new episodes every Friday. Yeah, Fridays. Any, anything else you want to say? Mm. Talk to you next week. All right. Be gay. Do crime. See you guys later.